Well, why don't we go over the pros and cons? Pros? I'll be able to see. <laughs> Definite pro. What else? Well, if I hear things that sometimes cause me to flash, who knows what sight could do? Could be a pro, or it could be a con. I'd rather not have a repeat of the time with Gats in the lobby. Come in. Hi, Lakeisha. Sorry, I wouldn't interrupt if it wasn't important. Jane, can I speak to Liza alone for a minute? Not a problem. Just a minute. Promise. Just give me a second to get out of here. Have a seat. Can I get you some tea? No, I just... It's about Raphael. My name is Aaron. My name is Sarah. My name is Jane. One rainy evening in March, I appeared on the doorstep of Dr. Liza Finch. Without a name, without a memory. But as the pieces fall into place, I'm starting to realize I don't have the blank slate I thought I did. This is Tabula Rasa. Season 2, Episode 9. A Word and Then Some. I need to talk to you. Of course you do. Take a seat, Scott. Something's happening to me. Don't worry. I'm sure it's all a part of growing up. I know you're having some strange feelings right now, but everyone goes through puberty. Damn it, Danica, not now. Listen to me. There's something going on. I can... I can do things I couldn't before. And I have... For a while. Ah, we did wonder. What sort of things? People do what I tell them to do. It started out small. I used to be able to just boss Wilson and Baker around a little bit. But now... Now it's starting to scare me. I did wonder how you'd become so charming. Tell me, have you been working your magic on me? No, it, it doesn't work on you and Aaron for some reason. But it works on the other members of our old cell. Interesting. And others? Almost everyone. It was how I had the blades believing I was gang leader material. <laughs> As opposed to Callisto, who was. Scott, 
What if I were to tell you I know exactly how this happened? I would say I'm not surprised. It's why I came here. Give me your hand. Just relax. Very good. Are we all here? Wilson's missing. As usual. And Baker will not be attending. Why not? He has the night shift. We're not moving tonight, are we? Of course not. When Wilson gets here, we can speak in more detail. You've been taking your supplements, both of you? Of course. The anti-radiation ones? Yes. Good. Sorry I'm late. So sorry. Wilson, how good of you to join us. I couldn't... couldn't get away. Try harder next time. Yes, sir. Now we're just watching Wilson cower for fun. We've seen what we need to. God willing, there's no gang clashes or hostage negotiations. Yes, I'll be home by six. Love you, too. How's Jamie? Ah, uh, you know, doing well. She's very relieved that there's finally been some upward motion in these the twilight years of my career. You met her yet? Um, no. Well, I'm sure you will. She comes down to the station pretty often. So, uh, what can I do for you, Jane? I was... Hoping for your advice. I'll take a seat. What about? Well, last week. Benji? Hey, Psycho. Can I interest you in some of my finest product? Sure. <laughs> good stuff. The best. Never carried weed this good before. Just feels right, you know? I guess. You feeling okay there? Just a headache. This too will pass, my friend. Well, you sure are knowledgeable in the ways of drugs. Don't get to work this long without learning a few things, kid. You're lucky you've got a mentor like me. Is that what you are? My mentor? You've got a better term for it? My Jedi Master? Ah, you're young. I remember when I was doing this crap when I was... How old are you again? Seventeen? Eighteen. Oh, good. You can vote like a responsible pothead. Vote McGuire for a better tomorrow. Man, talk about a lazy campaign slogan. Brings it back to the days where Montague had all those clever ads he was stuffing down our throats. Talk about a well-run campaign. Didn't save him from a bullet in his head in the end, I guess. Still, Cannon I. McGuire's got a certain charm about him. You really have to admire his... Well, it sort of defies explanation, doesn't it? I know what you're talking about. So what are we waiting around for? We're meeting a long-time client of mine. Today's lesson, how to jack up prices. Huh. Brand new eyes, huh? 
Just new retinas, but yeah. So you're going to get them? That's why I came to you. That's uh, kind of a big responsibility you're handing me here, isn't it? I don't want you to make the decision for me. I just needed some perspective. Perspective that's not coming from Liza, right. I get it. You come seeking the wisdom of the old police captain. Years of clean living and all that. You're not the first. Won't be the last. Maybe something like that. Well, do you want it? The surgery? I don't know. The blindness? It's kind of become part of who I am. Well, uh, isn't that letting your disability define you? That's not what I said. I didn't mean to offend you. I just meant that that's... That's how that sounds, you know? From the outside looking in. You should pardon the expression. I just... I know I used to be this criminal, you know? But... It seems like the biggest difference between me as Sarah and me as Jane... Is that... Jane's blind. Ah, hooey, that ain't the only difference and you know it. Sayer would have gone with Danica when she offered. Right? I suppose that's true. The thing is, I can tell that it frustrates you. Being blind. You know, you're, you're a real nice person, there's no denying that, and you're very polite and you're very pleasant, but... You're also... You know, you're very passive. And there's a part of you, a part of you that I see in myself that hates that passivity. You're not wrong. Of course I'm not wrong. I am Nathan Clark, great sage of organized crimes. I am all full of wisdom. Seriously, Jane. I think you should strongly consider going forward with this treatment. I think it'd be good for you. In more ways than one. It would probably be helpful to not have to worry about having someone escort me somewhere. Well, you said it, not me. I still wouldn't be allowed to drive, though. Well, no one said life was easy. Thank you, Nathan. Hey, no problem. Glad I could help. Captain Nathan Clark, Organized Crime to Agent McGrath. Hello. Save yourself before it's too late. <laughs> So, what can I do for you today? I don't understand. What was I supposed to be seeing besides you being a dick to Wilson? First of all, you were just as mean, if not meaner, to your new superior. My new what? She's got Cromwell's ear now. Can't say I saw that coming. Nor I. But I'm beginning to think she wasn't quite as immune as we thought. To what? What are you talking about? The bomb-making materials, Scott. They weren't quite what you thought they were. What were they? An experimental compound. We were testing their effects on our top operatives. What were they? The effects are... different. It seems fairly clear that you've become some sort of silver-tongued master of manipulation. The full extent of Aaron's abilities are not quite clear, nor are my own. You may find that you yourself have a more innate, hidden ability. As for Madeline, 
She seems to have gained a certain intelligence, an affinity for hacking and the like. Cromwell has found it quite useful. Is there anyone else? Classified, my dear. I have to go. Not a word of this to anyone. Do you understand me? Not a word. How long have you known? Only a couple of days. Well, you did the right thing coming to me. You know that, right? You're not gonna tell Clark, are you? Oh, Lakeisha, you know I have to. God, I don't want him getting in trouble. I'm... I don't. I mean, I'm frustrated with him, and I'm exhausted with the way my life is just falling apart. But I don't want him getting hurt. This will help him, and you know that. Yeah, in the short term. But he'll lose his job. He could even go to jail. Ah, Lakeisha. Drug addiction is a long-term problem, especially heroin addiction. If he doesn't get clean, there will be no long-term for him. He's on one of the most dangerous and addictive drugs in existence. Then call him in here. Talk to him. Make him confess it to you, then help him get through it. But you can't go to McGrath or Clark, you can't. Lakeisha, I can't hide this. Regulations clearly state that my responsibility- Liza, I'm asking you as a friend. Not a word. Liza, that's you, right? Yes, uh, sorry. I'm sorry. Now's just not really a good time, Jane. I'm going to do it. You are? I am. I'm ready. That's great. Oh, I'm proud of you. Come here. Thank you. Uh, Look, I, kiddo, I really do have to run. It's pretty urgent. We'll celebrate tonight, all right? I'll get some Chinese. It'll be great. Okay. I'll see you in a bit. Wonderful. Just a minute. I said we'll be a minute. Nathan, it's Liza, and it's urgent. What part of just a minute don't you get? I just was just asked you wouldn't be here if it wasn't important. It's just a minute. I'll be right back. Two minutes, Doctor. It may take a little longer than that, sir. What is it? It's, um... It's about Raphael. My name is Anthony C. McGuire, and I approve this message. Paid for by McGuire for President Incorporated. <laughs> oh, it's about damn time. Listen to me, Morris, very carefully. I found something out. It's about the drugs. Where is he? I'm sure he'll show up. 
What do you know, newbie? Sorry. Not your fault. Just this client. He's a cop, if you can believe it. Heroin addict. Cop? Please. This guy's so dirty, he'd never risk trying to... Lucas! Lucas! Well, well. Look who it is. Shut up and tell me how much. And who's this? This is my apprentice, Finchy. Finchy? Detective Velasquez. Featuring the voice talents of Susan Bridges as Erin Jane, Lynn Cullen as Dr. Liza Finch, Chris Hackney as Detective Rafael Velasquez, Kristen Bays as Detective Lakeisha Morris, Pete Milan as Captain Nathan Clark, Mindy Rest Keenan as Special Agent Sanvi McGrath, James Rossi as Keith Finch, Tom Stitzer as Gatz, Allison Moser as Danica, Bruce Busby as Anthony Cromwell McGuire, Marley Norton as Madeline Wilson Kinsey, Mark Zaraker as Lucas Psycho Cameron, David Alt as the announcer, and Jason R. Wallace as Terry Morris. Written by Jack Kalk. Edited by Teresa Stacy. Directed by Anna Rodriguez. Assistant Director Catherine Pride. Opening theme by her side, written and performed by Karina Barroso. Available on iTunes. Closing theme, Back Home, written and performed by Mile96. Down the Hole, In the Dark, In the Thick of It, Jimmy's Way, and Most Violent Prisoner by Josh Mullen of thetunepeddler.com, Cardinal Brigade, and Words Fall Apart by Josh Woodward. Produced by Pendant Productions, Tabula Rasa, created by Jack Kalk. Copyright 2014, Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening. So, you two know each other. Interesting. Next time on Tabula Rasa... Raphael has found himself in a desperate situation. Keith, in that drawer over there, you'll see a small metal case, about a wallet size. Take it out and bring it to me. And his secret is out. Heroin? And Lakeisha heard this too. You're overstepping your authority here. Last time I checked, Homeland Security didn't have any business chasing after detectives with drug problems. Meanwhile, Cromwell is no longer sitting on his hands. I promised nothing. Sarah has betrayed us, shared her name, and refused to see the light. It is best for our organization if we put her out of her misery. And Jane learns of a new piece to her puzzle. You're disoriented. Only natural, considering what's happened to you. Let me see your eyes. Allegiances shift and shots are fired in the second season finale of Tabula Rasa, only 
at PendantAudio.com. I'm warning you that even I don't know what might happen.